0: we're in what's called dry january for some <laughs> <laughs> you know what my wife is doing she's doing a dry bread a what huh? she's she's calling it dry bread now a few years ago she did dry january just to see if she could go without her chardonnay for the month of january and she was successful with it that was about five or six years ago okay and this year it was a brutal time <laughs> <laughs> It's like the opposite of those great Biltmore commercials. <laughs> yes. This year, she's gone through a few phases. <laughs> there <It> was anger. <laughs> it was a dark time. It was dry January at the Kelly house. <laughs> we had a dry. Do you remember January. how Kelly? Because uh, I've never participated. Yeah, dry January. Do you yeah. remember how she um, cracked the seal?
1: oh yeah did she go
0: did she jump in the deep end with both feet oh yeah <laughs> at the end of january Boy, it, dry was it was wet
1: <laughs> february i can
0: tell you that now we went wet. well
1: i saw her on january 6th <laughs> okay she was doing all right.
0: funny you bring that okay. up okay it's funny you bring that up here's how this was addressed this year she told me just before the first of the year she said i'm gonna do dry january again i said oh that's terrific good for you okay mm-hmm. Then we scheduled, and we had already scheduled, a dinner to celebrate the 25th anniversary of the show. And she looked at her calendar and said, hmm, first to, week of Jan. i going to have to have a little Chardonnay that night, aren't we? Mm. And uh, I said, well, you dry. And she goes, all right, I'm not going to do dry January. I'm going to do a dry bread. And I said, okay. When does that start? So she was going to start the day after our okay, okay. dinner, which would have been January 7th, and go wet again on Super Bowl Sunday. So it would be a. <laughs> <laughs> so it, if you look okay. from a day point of view, it's 30 ish The days. same d- amount of days, but she called it a drybrid because it was hybrid months. Just <laughs> mm-hmm. crossing a, a, a crossing border. Up. Some of January, some of February. Okay. So I said, great, great, great. So the next day after we had dinner, she said, I'm starting my drybrid today. And I said, Well, congratulations. Now that was Sunday. Okay. All right. Now on Monday, we start talking about. Uh, buying the boy a new car, and he was getting into <laughs> classes, so he was texting her a lot and calling her a lot. Uh-huh. So I came home from work building. Okay, right, <laughs> a lot of that. So one day, uh, I don't know, four or five o'clock, I was sitting on the couch and I saw her with a a large glass and she was pouring her chardonnay into it. I could hear the <laughs> bloop, 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 bloop. <laughs> and uh, I I just looked at her and she goes, "I'm starting my dry brews." <laughs> On January fifteenth, MLK Day, MLK Day, uh-huh. and I'm going to Valentine's Day, and I said, "Okay, so that's where we are." Okay, so the, as yeah. of now, and we're getting—it's a very trying time. What
1: day is the Super Bowl?
0: February eleventh.
1: She may, oh man, she may take a respite yeah. For,
0: uh, for, yeah, for the Super Bowl. You get a papal dispensation for that? Yeah, <laughs> just, yeah, I think so. <laughs> Maybe she just shoot for March. You got St. Patrick's. I, <laughs> well, right. I mean, that's the land of her people. Yeah, she's Irish. Oh, that's right. No. She's, sort of. English, Eng- Scots. Close enough. She says close enough. It's enough to drink. <laughs> same continent.
1: <laughs> it's enough to celebrate. Oh, same, continent. Yeah, same continent. Same continent. Yeah.
0: yeah. I don't, you know, I don't know. The car is being delivered, yeah. as you said. Yeah. But I do expect, this is why I don't know if MLK Day is going to work out, because I do expect the boy at some point in the next two weeks mm-hmm. to call and say, Do you remember the car you got me? Can you describe it again? <laughs> I'm, I'm worried about that. I'm worried about because that because he's not going to remember what it looks like. It's a tough time for her to go dry. January is tough. So I said maybe Martin. And she said St. Patrick's Day. I said, uh, is that spring break? Well, yeah, that's well, spring for, break for the day. boy and the girl, or is it no? Girl's- well, and I said, how about April? She goes spring break. Yep, that's her spring break and our daughter's spring break. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And once you get into the summer, forget it. Well, yeah, on. so she's doing a dry bread. It's and, the thought that counts. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Well, a bartender, and excuse me, a bar owner uh, has gone onto his social media. He is in uh, Massachusetts. And, in fact, he is a former Major League Baseball pitcher for the Red Sox, Pat Light. (laughs) Sam Mayday Malone. He's like Mayday Malone. (laughs) His name's Pat Light. He pitched for the Red Sox. And he says, listen, if you're doing dry January... I want to ask you to reconsider. We're losing money because of it. Most people don't think about this when it comes to dry January. I'm a bar owner here in Hoboken, New Jersey, which is right outside New York City. But from a bar owner's perspective, something you just don't think about until you own bars or restaurants is the week after New Year's Eve is like the slowest week in the world. So there, I, I misspoke. He's in New Jersey. Pitched for the Red Sox. And so he says, listen... <laughs> Our sales are low. There was a legitimate day this week, this past week, that we did zero dollars
2: in sales. Now, obviously, that's not typical, and granted, it was Tuesday after New Year's Day, so that's also a day people aren't going out, but until I got into industry, I never even thought about
0: how slow the bars might be the week after New Year's Eve, but it is historically like the worst week ever. So he's Hmm. saying, let's reconsider dry January. You know, uh, Think of your bar-owning friends. I think everybody takes a break on Jan 2. Uh, Exactly, but he says that last year, his sales were down the entire month, and he's blaming dry January because people make a focus of not drinking... He's the only person I've ever heard speak up against, other than Dave, who yeah, <laughs> speak right. up against dry January. Well, people
1: get back to work. They get back into it. Yes. They're back into school. Yes. There's no vacation time in January except for MLK Day, if, yeah. if that's something that your, your business allows. That's got to
0: be the least drinking month of the year, January, don't you think?
1: Could be. Uh, I would say the only thing that might bring it up is uh, playoffs.
0: NFL playoffs. It's, it's Used before. to have Super Bowl. Now it's February Super Bowl. Yeah. So, I yeah, NFL yeah. playoffs would be beer on uh, during those. Well,
1: weeks. you know, a lot of these bars, what they're doing is if they have cocktails and not just beer and, and wine, is, are mocktails. Mm-hmm. So you can go out and you can still...
0: Have a cosmo, but no vodka. Have a
1: cosmo, it's not as expensive. You can still get together with your gal pals. And, yeah. You know, mocktails have become mm. a huge. Giant are they a big thing? thing? Yes. Yeah. You know, my wife gets some of those food magazines, like, you know, food and
0: wine, bone up, and they're filled with mocktail recipes, really? especially in in January. No kidding. I didn't know mm-hmm. that that they're doing that. The uh the cocktail that comes into question here is from England. There is a woman who is affectionately known now because of what happened as Lindsay the Lush. Because she and her husband were celebrating New Year's. They had gone to London. Delightful. Absolutely. And so they were in London at a five-star hotel for the entire last week of the year. And they were going to celebrate New Year's Eve at this amazing Posh. hotel. Yeah, very nice hotel. So here's what happened. She was in the bar. And this is the first night there, five days before the New Year. And she was there with her husband in the bar at this amazing place. She said it's the nicest place she had ever been. And she looked on the menu to order a cocktail. She thought that the cocktail was called, um, well, she thought the price of it was eight. what we would call $18.96, which would be, what, 18 pounds 90 is mm. what she thought it was. It was actually 1,890 pounds. Huh? It was. Huh? <laughs> It was top shelf, the best of the best, and uh, nothing's that good. It was that apparently that expensive. But was there gold in it? I mean, or were these uh, like a a diamond? Cristal, Cristal, Cristal is expensive. A bottle of Cristal is well, what five hundred, three hundred? Well, right. So she orders this. It basically the bill after it was done was over two thousand pounds, and they presented the bill to her. And she said, "There's some mistake." And I said, "No, there's not. This drink costs that much. If you are our bartender at, and you have a drink that's that price on your menu, mm. is it a, incumbent upon you to say something? Or if yeah. you're at a posh hotel, do you know the menu is printed right there? That's the whole question. Here's her whole story. Here, she's telling the story now. This is what happened.
2: So when I discovered the cocktail I had ordered was two thousand pounds, I showed my husband the receipt, and he was." furious at me so he left the bar left me there on my own to deal with it i said to the young guy behind the bar look i'm so sorry i had no idea this was 1890 pounds it was set out on the menu where it said one eight gap nine oh so i presumed it was 18 pounds 90. now she admitted it was her one mistake. Eight gap
0: oh, there was a gap <laughs> in the other prices had it been 18 pounds 90 like eighteen dollars and ninety cents, there was a dot a, a, a decimal. This one just had a space, and she said, it's my, "It's my mistake. But it was an honest mistake. I never ever would have bought this drink. She drank most of it. She said she didn't even like it that much. Oh. Yeah. And she drank it. So her husband, as you heard, said, "Deal with this. I'm leaving. <laughs> okay." She goes to the manager and said the manager was helpful. So I
2: started to panic. He started to panic. He called his manager over. This was a five-star hotel. So the manager was so discreet and so wonderful. He completely played it down. He was like, look, it's fine. Don't worry about it. Go up to your room. Enjoy the rest of your stay. And we will sort this out.
0: Okay, that's how she'll be left sorted. It. It'll be sorted. That's so British. So she did she wake up in a bath of ice with a kidney gone? Correct. <laughs> they took her kidney. So she now and then she said, "Now that's the first day of their five day trip. It's she and her husband, her sister, and her husband are all in this really nice hotel getting ready to celebrate New Year's Eve. So for the next five days, she completely avoided the bar. She's like, we would walk past it, and I would turn my head, and right. she would see the manager in there and make sure he couldn't see her. But there was no resolution. No resolution. Did as she of, tip the bar man? She didn't say if she tipped or not. But, but now they don't again, tip
1: there, do they? She didn't say not about I
0: So she is expecting perhaps this $2,000 bill to be on her bill when she leaves the hotel. And they had not resolved it and not resolved it. So finally, New Year's Eve comes around and her sister says, let's just bite the bullet and go back into the bar and and, and see what happens. So she goes back into the bar and she sees the manager. Now here comes the question of should the bartender have told her as she ordered it this isn't a very very expensive drink so she goes to the manager
2: so i avoided the bar like the plague even though i had to walk past it every day to get to my room then on new year's night because that's what i was in london for i was there for new year's night i went into the bar and we saw the manager and he put his arms out to me and he was like oh this is the girl that made us open the crystal, and i had to drink the crystal." i said i am so terribly sorry it was a genuine mistake i says what about the guy behind the bar because he was so nervous about it he says well i sacked him sacked him what fired him really fired
0: him because apparently he was supposed to say to her is madame sure (laughs) are you sure that it had happened uh before that uh, it had been an issue and they're trained to tell the person who ordered it now biggie's audacity meter is rising (laughs) big time (laughs) now wait a minute there's it more there's, there's a saving grace here to it okay she said You sacked him? Uh, And then she said, let me pay for it. Let me pay for it. I didn't want him to lose his job. I'll pay for the drink. It turns out he was joking. He had not sacked him. And she tells the rest of the story. So
2: I burst into tears. I was so terribly, terribly upset. I was like, look, it's not worth the guy's job. I will pay the £2,000. I'm so, so, so sorry. It wasn't his fault. And he says to me, okay, calm down, drama queen. We didn't sack him, but we had to give him training because this has happened before. And he was told on order that cocktail to make sure they know it is £1,890.
0: Okay, so that's it. So That he, British sense of humor. Yeah, that's that British thing. So he kept his job, but they had to give him training to make sure that he would tell you from now on, you realize that's £1,890. Do we know... Hmm. what we've not heard is did she pay for the drink at all she never said yeah. she never said if she had to pay for the drink or not i don't think that sounds like she didn't i don't think she did the guy cuz the guy said i i drank the hotel error mm-hmm. staff error i Oof. guess that's right but boy Man. i think that's being pretty nice pretty generous i mean if you order a drink and they deliver the drink and you drink it
1: yeah and what? i know it's a, yeah. a mm. it's a posh hotel mm. and bar but is that something you want on your menu i mean a, a 1800 i mean if it's going to cause Problems, obviously, more than once. Yeah. Or at least where the description of the drink is right underneath it. Yeah. Write it in. right it, write in it down. Says, this is eighteen hundred pounds. Yeah. Bold. This is not a yeah.
0: typo. Maybe you are, time to reprint the bar menu. Absolutely. Yes. And write it out like you're writing out a check, where you're writing out the words one thousand eight hundred ninety. Wonder how many pounds. of those they sell. Very few, I, would imagine. I bet. I bet uh, the high rollers do it all the you time. You think? You, they, think. I'm you sure think they, they sell think. a lot that, of that's those? That's why drink. it's on there. I guess, but uh, if they're told, if the bartender is told, make sure you tell them this is how much this is, then uh, I, uh, but I would, I would still expect them to pay for It's too for bad it. she didn't like it. Yeah, she said she didn't like the drink. I've, I've had a sip of crystal One. And? Delightful. You it? It dances it? on the tongue. You know, um. <laughs> I'll tell you, the other night, our, the folks from the sales department here sent us a couple of bottles of champagne as a surprise for our 25th anniversary. Now, normally, I drink Mums.
2: <laughs> and over from the Walgreens? Yeah,
0: $19. And I don't like champagne. For two bottles? Two bottles. Yeah, two bottles for 19 over at Walgreens. I'll get a Mums, and I don't like champagne. But that champagne... Danced on the tongue. I don't know what it was, but oh, it was, it's it was, one of the best. It was very, very good. Smooth going down, wasn't it? Really good. Mm-hmm. I actually finished the glass. Saw I that. couldn't believe it. Usually I don't. You know But that was really, really nice. Mm-hmm. Look at you. That was the moment my wife gave up on Dry January. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was it. That was it for her. I knew it when she grabbed the bottle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you knew.